What's up, people? It's your girl, Myasia, and welcome to the Me Oh My podcast. This podcast is all about me being on the journey to becoming a healthier me. Topics about mental health, love and relationships, what's popping in today's society, and just everyday struggles will be discussed each week. The journey to a healthier me won't be easy, but each week I plan on unpacking more baggage. So stay tuned. We got some healing to do. This is the Me Oh My podcast. Peace. Welcome back to another episode here at the Me Oh My podcast. Sorry if I sound a little weird. Um, I just woke up and I'm still extremely tired for some reason. But yeah, so let's get into it. So how was everyone's week? My week was my week was good actually. I went to Alaska to visit my boyfriend and it was fun. Um, Alaska itself was not my, my favorite, honestly. I had like zero service there for like four days straight. It was so annoying. I could not make any calls on my phone. I had like one bar and I have AT&T and I didn't think it would be that much of a problem. But apparently they don't have that many cell towers out there, which is weird because I we rolled past the fucking AT&T store and I was just confused. But yeah, so I barely had service out there, which was so annoying, but overall Alaska was okay um we went to a few uh food restaurants a Chinese restaurant and then like a Korean like kabachi type restaurant and then we went to China Hot Springs and for people who don't know what that is it's basically just a resort and a hot springs is like I can't really explain what a hot springs is it's like a it's like a like a lake kind of like a big pool but like more so looks like a lake and it's just hot it's just like hot water it's like 104 degrees in there but it's so cool because when you go when it's like negative five degrees outside and you get in 104 degree temperature water it feels pretty cool but it was like 50 degrees in Alaska so it didn't feel as rewarding if we would have went when it was like negative 40 degrees but I've never been to a hot springs before and I don't think my boyfriend has either so we got to experience that together um what else oh we went and we went to an ice museum they have an ice museum at the resort the ice museum was pretty cool because everything in there was sculpted with ice and i thought that was cool as fuck because like people actually sat there and sculpted that shit by hand most of that shit was sculpted by hand that shit was not made by like a machine or anything like that it was like 22 degrees in there and my boyfriend wore fucking crocs feet was probably froze fuck up low ass nuggets was probably froze okay (laughs) but they give us coats and stuff um it's literally just like a big museum full of ice sculptures and they give you ice drinks and what's cool is everything in there is made by ice so we spent like 15 dollars on these these alcoholic drinks but they were made in ice cups oh now i think about i left my ice cup in alaska with my boyfriend well, it wouldn't have been able to make it anyway, but babe, give me my ice cup. <laughs> Anyways, um, I thought that was cool. And what's funny is we like the guy we asked God, like, can we bring these ice cups home? Mind you, they're made of ice, y'all. They're they they're gonna melt and like so the ride back from the hot the resort back to my boyfriend's house was about forty five minutes max. And he's the guy said the ice cups will last about an hour. So we literally carried these ice cups in the car we had the air on fucking freezing in there i'm shivering my boyfriend's fucking freezing we in there with trying to keep these ice cups from melting they started to melt a little bit but 
by the time we got back to his house, we put them in a freezer and they were good to go. I don't know what he do, did with them ice cups. Now I think about it, babe. What did you do with those ice cups? I know you listening. He's. I know he listened to this. I wonder what the fuck he did with them ice cups. Like, what are you going to do with them? We brought them back to do what with them? <laughs> we probably was going to take more alcohol out of them. Anyway, yeah, so that was cool. We went to, yeah, a few restaurants. We went to uh, Chena Hot Springs Resort, the Ice Museum. I think that really summed up what we had did within the week. Um, let's jump into the media minute. So, my media minute that I chose this week was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard um, case. I know everybody's seen it on the internet about the trial and everything like that. I needed to get background on the trial first because I personally didn't know what was going on. I just knew that Johnny Depp was in court for whatever reason and it was, you know, like getting a lot of attention. Um, so I did my research and for people who don't know, I'll just give you all a quick background on why they're at court right now. So 2015, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard got married. 2016, she went to court with a bruise on her face and like wanted a restraining order against Johnny Depp because she claimed that he threw a phone at her and like bruised her face or whatever. Um, they got a divorce at the time anyway, but the cops went to the house, found out that there was no evidence of him actually like being abusive to her. So she recanted the whole uh restraining order that she tried to put up on him and they still got divorced. He gave her $7 million um, in a divorce settlement. In 2018, she uh, wrote an article for the Washington Post. And in that post, she talked about domestic violence and, like, you know, how is the stigma with women and this, that, and the third. And that time, Johnny Depp had got dropped from Pirates of the Caribbean right after that because Disney didn't want him, of course. Like, she didn't want to support that type of thing um and turns out Johnny Depp said that she was the abusive one in the relationship but she made it seem like he was in her post in her Washington Post article um he after that he sued her for defamation uh for the Washington Post because obviously like bitch you don't you throw you throwing dirt on my name when like that's not the case at all you know like what the fuck? So he's suing her for defamation. People who don't that don't know what that is is the act of damaging a good reputation of somebody. Um, and they're currently in court right now for defamation. Uh, the first few days of the trial, because I've I've watched a little bit of it. The first few days I've read the I've seen the chat, seen or heard of the trial was kind of crazy to me, honestly, because I've I listened to like the recordings of like her talking about um like how she was abusive to him on video because they went to marriage counseling and the marriage counselor said that it would be healthy for them to record their arguments so whenever they got in arguments it was a recording of it and a lot of these recordings of this woman and Johnny Depp Amber Heard and Johnny Depp she would always talk about how she was abusive to him, how he was a pussy, how he was a wimp, how he, like, just was, like, very weak. And, like, she, like, really, 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 like, put his character down as a person, like, really, like, belittled him a lot. And it's crazy to me to think that women can be this way. Like, it's so typical for us to see men act in this way as far as, like, belittle women and, like, domestic violence. 
but to actually physically see it with real life people like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and to know that they're like celebrities that go through the same thing and to know that women are out here like domestically abusing men like that's just crazy and to know that Johnny Depp went through is like beyond crazy to me because I don't know from watching his movies just seeing like I don't know videos of him and like you know him on tv and stuff like that I would have never took him as a guy to be abusive or you know like be little and it's crazy because a lot of recordings of her and him she would always talk about yeah I I hit you you're a pussy you're a pussy um I I started physical fights yes I did I didn't punch you I hit you what now if he punched or hit you and I was on recording it would be a whole different story but you sat there you belittled this man for not defending himself because he didn't punch your ass back but if he did then you would y'all would have been in court for domestic violence y'all would have been in court for defamation um and it's crazy too because her assistant um uh was on trial too well she was like a a witness and she went up there and talked about how amber heard was very erratical towards things she would be drunk or high off of drugs she would like text her like very thi- like very mean things to belittle her as a char- her character as well. Um, she spit in her face. She spit in her face. I would have. Oh my god! I can't even imagine if somebody spit my. I would probably be in jail for the rest of my life. Somebody spit in my face. Anyways, she spit in her face because the assistant asked for a higher salary. Why the fuck? Why? Just why? Like, the trial to me seems like a joke because everything that's coming out is like being put on trial and Amber is not winning at this point. Like there's too much evidence against her for her to think that she's going to win this. Like all these recordings that Johnny Depp has of their arguing of her talking about how she like starts fights with him and how like he talks about how like she throws pots and pans at him and like he tries to de-escalate the situation by like walking away and leaving and stuff like that and she still finds a way to bust through doors and like still yell and like just like bring down his character and I just can't believe it because I would have never imagined him or her to be a person like that but it's always the people that you least suspect to be that way that are that way and the whole trial to me is crazy um she also severed his fucking finger like the tip of his finger she severed it and I forgot how but I also seen that in the court trial when he talked about his finger and how she severed it how he was bleeding I just can't, I just can't believe it. Like, this whole thing is crazy to me. What's crazy to me, too, is that Disney dropped him from the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Why? Like, y'all, y'all didn't even get to prove that these accusations about her posting the Washington Post about him being, about abusiveness. And what's crazy is she never, she never not once named him in the article. But he automatically thought, like, okay, this has to be about me because he was just married to me for how many years I mean it wasn't that long but probably like a year or two y'all was married and she already had tried to get a restraining order put on him she already tried to um get him like arrested and stuff for domestic abuse and for you to come out with a post a article on Washington Post and then four days four days later Disney drops him like y'all didn't even investigate y'all didn't even like y'all been working with it what's weird is y'all been working with this man for how many years Johnny Depp has been a part of Disney like and y'all never not once like ever thought that the article maybe was crazy or like 
questioned his his character like I don't know I just I can't believe it I I thought the whole thing was crazy I was sitting here watching it and you could tell Johnny Depp was just sitting there like yo this is a joke like Amber Heard just sitting there trying to put on a facade like she's just that innocent girl who's on trial but it's like honestly probably if I was Johnny Depp I would have went I probably would have went to trial too because you're not gonna belittle or, or like bring down my character as a good person when you're the abuser and it's crazy because a lot of people don't shed light on the fact that women are abusers too and to see that this is something that's like real life going on right now within celebrities that everyone has looked up to especially like Amber Heard she's she's done she's done for it she's probably like not gonna do anything big in her future because of this trial and I think that she's probably sitting there mad and upset at herself because of what she put Johnny through and to know that she's on trial and every they're exposing her for the person that she is um it sucks in a way because it's like damn now she makes like the women population look fucking horrible now because now you have people like oh yeah she's abuser she's an abuser like you have people out here who are like I don't know just it just doesn't give women a good character it doesn't just doesn't give give women a good name and I don't know I feel bad for Johnny though because you could tell in the recordings how hurt he was um how he tried to rekindle their relationship as much as possible with the counselings and the trying to find healthier ways to express how they feel about each other and you know when they have arguments to be able to talk it out or take the space that they need but she never gave him space she never wanted to rekindle things in a healthy way she she did it negatively by being abusive towards him and now she's on the line about to be sued for all this money and her career is basically fucking over because nobody's going to work with a person like you especially after your fucking assistant just just put you out there and talked about the abuse that you have you know done towards her as well and she's a female like you shouldn't be spitting in your fucking assistant's face especially after you need her you need an assistant like I don't know. That's just crazy to me. And I wish the fuck somebody would spin my face. They get their ass whooped. Period. Let's jump into the episode. The episode, of course, is called Let's Normalize. And I think it's a lot of things that we need to normalize. Because, yeah, shit needs to be normalized. So, yeah. Let's normalize giving your man the same energy, the same compassion and understanding that you want him to give you. I think this is really fucking important because... I know for me, I tend to have to take a step back and, like, think about, like, I need to give my boyfriend the same energy that I want him to give me. So if that means me being understanding and me being patient, then I need to give that to him in order for him to want to give that back to me. Like, let's just normalize that, period. Because I feel like it's a lot of half-assed relationships out here where females or males want what they're not even given. You're not even giving me what you want me to give you like no so let's that's that's normalize that let's also normalize leaving toxic relationships just because you have history with that person let's normalize leaving at the first red flag because this is a thing where we have a lot of females out here who go through these toxic ass relationships and only reason why they stay in a relationship is because they have history and a lot of females and I can vouch for myself we're scared to start over like, if me and my boyfriend wants to break up today, I would I would honestly probably be so scared to just even, like, 
break up with him even though i know i'm unhappy in a relationship and i saying i am this is all an example but let's just say that i am unhappy most of the time if i want to stay in a relationship even though i know it's unha- i'm unhappy i'm going to try to stay based on history because i know okay we've been together for almost a year now so i want to stay in this relationship because i've already spent a year in it so why leave you know and i think a lot of people re- don't realize that you can go time time and history that's time and history is gone you can start new memories with somebody else you can start a healthier relationship with somebody else let's just normalize leaving out of these toxic ass relationships and not staying just because you have history because all it's doing is damaging you as a person and when you are ready to leave it's going to be so hard for you to actually trust and love somebody else because you stayed in a toxic ass relationship that did nothing but belittle you mold your character cause anxiety cause fucking stressors that just is unnecessary so yeah also leaving at the first red flag this is a big one because a lot of people we try to like I noticed like in the past when I've dealt with people there was a lot of things that I dealt with and I shouldn't have and the only reason why I did was because it was like "Mm, we still early you know like it's still early in this development of a relationship or you know the dating life and like we have time to improve so we stick around and we deal with the red flags all because we think that they're going to change in the future and a lot of the shit just only gets worse so those red flags that you see you either want to address them and they're going to change right away Or if they continue to progress and you still see them within months after y'all have started the relationship, I think it's best that you leave. Because staying after you've seen a red flag is not good at all, period. Let's also normalize acknowledging their lack of effort as a lack of desire to want to be with you. Because I know a lot of people don't realize this, but if a person is not giving you something, it's because they don't want to give it to you. If someone is not giving you something, it's because they don't want to give it to you. People do what they want to do. If they wanted to, they would. If they are showing a lack of effort towards anything that you are asking of them, it's because they don't want to do it. It's because they don't want to give you the effort that you're asking for. And I think, me, I had to come to realization in the past when I dealt with a few people. It was just like, if they wanted to, they would. And I I kept trying to ask for things that, I thought that I deserved and I kept trying to like get clarity within myself and I would constantly constantly express my feelings and I would constantly constantly be like well I want this I want this and it's like I shouldn't have to keep asking for something because if you wanted to give it to me the first time I asked for it you would have gave it to me so let's normalize acknowledging their lack of effort as their lack of desire to want to be with you and that's when you hit the door that's when you got to go because that's just ridiculous like I said if they wanted to they would they would act accordingly if they wanted to actually make it work with you and that goes for anything even in new relationships even with my boyfriend now if I ask for something and he don't give it to me I'm gonna just take that as a fact that he doesn't want to give it to me his lack of effort shows his lack of desire to want to do it for me so that thing in there is I won't I won't ask for it again yeah let's normalize not having a re not having to give a reason when we cut somebody off I'm grown as fuck. I shouldn't have to give you a reason as to why I don't fuck with you. You should know why I don't fuck with you. You smart. If you're not smart, you should know. You're not dumb. Like, let's normalize that because 
that's also a part of not giving a reason as to why we cut you off because I, sh- I could do what the fuck I want. Let's also normalize telling people no without having to feel like we have to tell them yes. And this is huge because a person like me, who is such an empath and who feels for people, who has that like emotional connection with like every little thing and not to say it in a weird way, but like, I don't know, as an empath, you start, you feel, you feel more than you should. And what someone asks me something or they ask for a favor, it's so hard for me to say no because I'm like, mm, I feel bad. But let's just normalize saying no and not having to have that pressure of saying yes because it sucks. It really does suck being an empath because you just feel everything. You don't want people to hurt. You feel people's pain. And like, yeah. So let's let's just let's get into that. Let's normalize that. Also, let's normalize being consciously aware of how someone makes you feel before, during, and after your interaction with them. And that goes to say... Let's be consciously aware how people make us feel. Because in the beginning, if a person makes you feel a certain way, it's a reason why you're feeling that way. If they make if they make you feel a certain way during the interaction with them, that's a red flag. If they make you feel a certain way after you have interacted with them, that's a red flag. And I say it's a red flag because why be around a person that you know makes you feel a certain type of way? And I know I'm not the only person who has felt like when you go around a certain person, you just get this vibe, right? You can't really pin it, but you just got a vibe. We just need to all, and I say that for myself too, because sometimes I'm not consciously aware of how people make me feel when I go around them. For example, if I'm around a person and they constantly give me anxiety, mm, that's a flag. That's a red flag, because why do I always feel this way around you? And I think that I say this to say, let's just normalize being more accountable towards our emotions and how they make us feel. Um, what else? Let's normalize not giving everything a reaction. I had to learn this the hard way. I used to always argue with people all the time. Most of the time I argued was because they made me feel a certain type of way. And I felt like I needed to like defend myself, kind of. And everything just doesn't need a reaction. Like The older you get, the more you realize that, like, okay what the fuck I don't care whatever like things just don't need reactions and I had to learn that before I had went to Bullock during Bullock I had to learn that after Bullock while I'm here and I'm in processing at my new unit how things just don't need a reaction sometimes you really just gotta sit and be quiet I had to learn that the hard way high school most of the time I got suspended I swear to y'all was because I talked back because I had to have a reaction towards something. I couldn't just sit there and ignore. I couldn't sit there and be quiet. I just had to talk. Most of the time I got in trouble at home was for the exact same reason. Because I could not shut up. Like, I had to defend myself in every situation. And the older you get, the more you realize that everything just does not need a reaction. Everything just does not need a, a talk back. It does not need for you to express how you feel towards it. Like, it is what it is. You'll realize that the older you get. I think everybody realizes that the older they get, but let's just normalize that because I think some people just don't realize that everything just doesn't need a reaction. I had to learn the hard way when it came to that. Um, Let's normalize cutting off toxic ass family members because people feel like, oh, that's your family. You have to stick beside them. You got to be there for them. Fuck that shit. I'm not about to sit here and be dealing with no toxic ass family who all they do is belittle me or, or, or is only there for me when they need me, but I can't be there for them when I need them. Nope. 
let's normalize it because family could be toxic as well. Family can be toxic as well. I don't I don't think people are aware of that. Family can be fucking toxic as well. As much as we want to be as oblivion to it and we want to like, you know, not really see it for what it is, family can be just as toxic. So let's, yeah, let's, let's wrap that shit the fuck up and, yeah, walk that shit to the trash can because, yeah, let's normalize cutting family off. That shit is ridiculous. I'm not dealing with that shit at all, at all. Anyways, let's normalize not telling your friends all your business. And what's weird was last week I was going to do my episode on um, another topic. And in that topic, it was about how females, like sometimes we tr- we over, we over, how do I explain it? Sometimes we say more than we should. Yes, that's, that's the easiest way to explain it. Sometimes we say more than we should. So let's normalize not telling our friends everything because I think certain things are just not meant for everybody. And that goes to relationships too because you could sit there and tell tell your friends or tell people, you know, like what's going on in your relationship. But some of that shit just ain't for them at all. And then like I've been seeing TikToks about um, how females will tell their friends all the negative shit that their boyfriend does but doesn't tell them the positive and you got your, do you wonder why your friend up there hating your boyfriend and hating everything he fucking do? It's because you're sitting there telling him everything he, everything wrong he did to you. Instead of telling him like, oh yeah, this is what he did. This is a positive he did for me. Or just not telling him your business at all about your relationship. And that's something I had to come to realization with too was as much as I want to talk about my relationship or, you know, like the things that, that I've struggled with. It's no need to. It's really no need to at all. Certain things are just not meant for people because, one, they're going to look at you differently based on what you say. And then if you're telling them stuff about your relationship, they're going to look at your relationship differently. And then when you're sitting there wondering why they're hating, on your, why they're hating your boyfriend, that's the reason. Stop telling your friends all your business. That's just how it works. Let's normalize not taking offense to outgrowing fin- friends and thinking it's beef. I hate this. I, I really hate this. I hate when friends or old friends think that it's beef because we're not talking no more. It's not the case. I'm just naturally an introverted person. And I, I've learned that as I got older that I realized that how introverted I am. I thought I was a very extroverted person because I am very outgoing. And I don't mind being myself around strangers. But... I think that some people take it as beef when y'all not talking simply because y'all not talking. Like how I don't understand that. I never understood that. It's not beef, baby. I just don't. I just don't fucking talk to you every day. Like, or we just literally outgrew each other. You was in my life for a certain phase in my life. Say for instance, I had a close friend in high school who I'm not close friends with anymore. I do actually. It's no beef. I still love her to death. It's just we outgrew each other. I went my way. She went her way. Paths just did not meet. We just don't have a lot of things in common anymore. Versus high school where we had so much in common because maybe we was on a track team together. Maybe we was on a dance team together. Maybe we was in the same class, had the same teacher, you know? Like, I don't know. I never understood why people thought it was beef when you, like, just outgrow a friend. Y'all just not friends no more. What the fuck? Like. That's it. That's just how it works. I mean, you just, some people are just not going to be in your life forever. And I think that a lot of people need to realize that as well. Everybody you meet is not meant to be in your life forever. 
And that goes for relationships too. That is a hard pill to swallow because you sit and you talk with your boyfriend about marriage and a future, but you have to realize that everybody's not meant to be in your life forever. So accepting that will better help you in the future when they leave. Yeah, so that that's really it for my less normalized topic today. I hope you guys enjoyed it, honestly. I thought it was a pretty interesting to- topic to talk about. Um, I liked it, honestly. I sat and I wrote all these less normalized because I think a lot of these are important for us <laughs> to normalize. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm out of here. It's, it's Sunday afternoon for me. I'm about to rest because I got to get up and go to PT in the morning. And I hate PT, but yeah. So... I'm out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are almost done with the season. I honestly think I'm going to end the season at episode 15. But I might do 20 episodes per season. Just so I can give people more to listen to. You know, as a podcast. Like, I don't know. But we are on episode 9. Like, we are we are moving. I'm, I say this every episode, y'all. But I'm so happy that I'm staying consistent with my podcast. Honestly, because it's hard. Like, to have to record every week well recording is not the hard part it's it's actually finding content that I want to speak about because I have so many different topics that run through my head I swear y'all every week I make a list of what I want to talk about that week and some outweighs another and then I like start recording one topic then I realize I don't have much to talk about so I talk about another topic and I realize I have so much more to talk about and I'm more excited to talk about that topic um but it's hard. It's, it honestly is like being a content creator because you constantly have to think about what do your listeners want to want to hear. And I, I get like about 15 to 20 listeners per episode, which is perfectly fine for me, honestly. It's a start. To know that at least 15 people are listening to me every week means a lot because, I don't know, I'm new. And it's exciting. At least if I have one listener a fucking episode, I'll be happy. But, yeah, I'm out of here, though. I'm about to go take a shower and eat. And then I got to go to Home Depot to return these freaking things, y'all. Let me tell y'all how I went to Home Depot, right? And me and my boyfriend, because we both moved into our apartments. I'm here. He's there. And we're trying to find, like, cuter ways to make our apartment nice. So we wanted floating shelves. Both of us wanted floating shelves. So we came up with these ideas on how to get these floating shelves. Because, one... His apartment has studs, but my apartment is so fucking, it's just drywall. It's thin as drywall. So it's hard to hang shit up in here because I don't have studs really. And I have to use like studless mounts for every fucking thing. So we went to the store. I got these brackets to hook up this floating shelf because I want floating shelf for my closet, um, for my shoes, bro. The drywall is literally so fucking thin. I put a bracket in there. It just, the nail just did not even stay. I was so irritated. So we stayed up like half of the night trying to figure out what the fuck can we use to get these, these, um, floating shelves to stay up, bro. I found out that you can use a cleat, a French cleat. It's called a French cleat. And basically what it is, it's like a, it's like a mount. It's like a stellar mount. It doesn't need um, a stud. You literally just, it has all these nails and each nail holds a certain weight. Bro, I didn't, re- we didn't realize that if we talk about like the weight of things, the shelf, the stud itself can hold, but because of how far out the shelf goes, gravity drops the shelf. So it does not stay on the stud. We were so excited the other day. <laughs> We were so excited 
to fucking put these shelves up, right? Yesterday, I'm like, yes. I went and bought five shelves for my shoes. Mind you, probably wasn't even going to be enough for my shoes. But I bought, like, five shelves for these shoes. I bought the studless, the studless mounts for each um, each shelf. And these mounts were $20 a piece. So I spent, like, $100-something dollars on five mounts plus $40 for the shelves because the shelves were, like, $8. Bro. I get in here last night. I'm all excited. I'm trying to put them up in my in my closet. The shits are not staying up. It's dropping. I'm sitting here arguing with my boyfriend about how the fuck these shits are not working. He's like, I bet you when I do it, when I get home, it's going to work. He got home. That shit ain't work for him either. I was like, that's what the fuck you get because you sitting there talking about me and it didn't even work for you. But anyways, yeah, that's how that's how our our week has been going or our weekend has been going we've been trying to get these floating shelves but what i'm gonna do actually because i really want i like the floating shelf look but what i'm actually gonna do is just go and get um these shoe racks and just stack them up on on each other and just try to make them look as nice as possible decorate them because i really like the floating shelf look but it's just not gonna work because it's just not it's physically not possible with gravity and how heavy the shelf is so yeah that's just how that's work but yeah, I kind of got sidetracked. But anyways, I'm out of here, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I really appreciate the support. Please, like I say every week, like, subscribe, leave a review. Let me know how you feel about the podcast. We are nine episodes in, so you guys should have some feedback to give me by now. Please leave a review. I would really, really appreciate it. Make sure to stay tuned for next week. Um, I think I have something spicy planned, but I'm not really sure yet. So stay tuned for that. But I'm out of here. Like I said, like, subscribe leave a review say it with the podcast on instagram or me it's linked at the bottom i'm out of here though this is the me on my podcast peace